Hello, Merry Christmas from Bacon and Eggs. We just want to let you know that the following episode is largely unedited and may contain situations and conversations that could be emotionally jarring to some people. Please proceed with the rest of the episode with caution. Howdy, Yokes, and Merry Christmas. It is Tuesday, December 25th. 2018 we are bringing you our second annual christmas brunch i'm tyler carlin and i'm ethan etch hill and merry christmas and, and merry christmas now we are celebrating christmas because ethan and i both personally celebrate christmas this is not our way of forcing christmas upon you have a happy holiday whatever it is you celebrate if anything yes absolutely enjoy the december season it's a wonderful time of year uh, everything is beautiful. Everything's decorated. Whether you like Christmas or not, like wreaths are nice. Wreaths are nice. I think that's. Uh, I've recently gotten to furniture and like interior design because I work in furniture and interior design, and uh, I, I just I appreciate a nice wreath. Right, there's much something more extraordinarily satisfying about a wreath. It is a yeah. complete circle of joy. Of yes, it is the O in joy. Yeah, and they got leaves, not leaves, they got wreaths on streetlights and stoplights, and there's snowflakes on streetlights and stoplights, and everything's beautiful, and everything's Christmas, and then starting tomorrow, everything will be bleak and cold and sad. But New Year's is just around the corner. Ethan, do you have a big New Year's revolution planned? I think it's resolution. No. I think you plan on changing something about your no. life, not like no, overthrowing no, no, Cuba. No, no. Overthrowing the French government. Okay. That's the plan. Building the barricade. Red. <laughs> Let's go. Um, do you have a big New Year's revolution, though? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm always bad at those because, like, I don't know. I Like, it, it just seems so superficial to be like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, do whatever. Like, people are always like, I'm going to use my cell phone for 14 minutes less each day, or I'm not going to eat tortilla chips. Those are both good resolutions. Yeah, but, like, I, I, I guess, I don't know. Here's my problem with resolutions, is, like, a goal-setting and goal-achieving mentality is a good thing. Yeah. But resolutions are almost like a... Like, at this point, at least to me, my generation, my perspective, it's like, if you make a New Year's resolution, you are saying, it's okay if I don't achieve this. Right, it's like it's like you know we're gonna give you a, the opportunity to publicize publicize a lofty goal, and it's cool if you don't hit it. It's cool if you stop trying two weeks into January. Right, because that's what everybody does. It's the cliche thing. Like you sign up at Planet Fitness, you go to the gym for four days, you decide that you hate it because there's a million people in the gym, and then you never go again. Well, and the other thing about the gym is that like, oh my God, who would have known it's hard? Yeah. Like, I've never lifted anything before. Who knew going to the gym and lifting weights wasn't easy, see, carving see, that time out of my day? Here's the trick that I found with the gym. Start in December. And yeah. Then it's not cliche. I started in May. Well, I started two weeks ago. How's it going? It's going well. Feel good. Feeling I've good. I've heard you skipped the second half of your first week. I did, but that was prearranged. That was prearranged. Now, when you went back, was it like, oh my god, it's like I never did anything? Uh, no. Yes and no. I mean, it's still, like, it was still like, wow. But, like, I was not hurting as bad Monday as I was the previous Wednesday. Right. Oh, this is a, ladies and gentlemen, this is a good trick if you're trying to figure out if somebody is, like, a real workout person or if they've just started working out, is if they come to work and talk about how insanely sore they are from their workout. That doesn't mean they had a good workout. That means they just started working out. Yeah. Means they haven't been in a long time. Oh, I definitely like after the first day I got home 
and like took a shower, ate some breakfast, sat on the couch and drank some coffee. And then Kate and I went out to do something, and I was, like, walking down the front steps of my house, like, oh, my God, I'm going to fall over and die. <laughs> Would you say, oh, my God, my golly? Yeah, it's time for mistletoe and holly. Mistletoe's a weird thing. Mistletoe is a weird thing. I don't get it. Are you supposed to, like, the kiss thing, right? Yeah, that has never happened for, to me. Mistletoe. Is this a single people thing? I think so. I think it's like a, you're at a Christmas party with your crush, air quotes. I have to say air quotes because you can't see the air quotes. Right. You're at a Christmas party with your crush, and, like, they know you like them, and you know you like them, and they probably like you a little bit, too, and you've got, to like, an indication. And at that point, it's okay to, like, you know, not grab them, but, like, gently be like, oh, look, we're under the mistletoe. And there'll be an obvious sign. Yeah, like Harry and Cho Chang. But mistletoe... Cedric will be watching mistletoe from the grave. Mistletoe is full of nargles. Okay. That's a bad thing. What are Nargles? Exactly. <laughs> That's what Cho Chang says. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how Harry and Cho Chang kiss in front of Cedric's beyond the grave no, portrait itself. For sure. If you want to talk about a Christmas tradition that needs to go away, let's stop talking about Baby It's Cold Outside and start talking about Baby it's cold mistletoe. Okay? Baby It's Cold Outside Gets a pass at this point. I think we figured out what the intention was. It's about authorial intent at this point. You think it is authorial intent? Authorial, yeah. No, I, I mean King Arthur. No, it is not about <laughs> King Arthur. It's just like, it, it was always so obvious to me what they were saying in that song that I didn't need it explained to me. But other yeah. people apparently did. And now I think we've satis satisfyingly explained that... Nobody is is everybody in the situation wants to be in the situation, right? Right. It was he written would have by like go. a husband and wife couple as a duet. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like it was at a time where she was like, "Oh, people might talk, but like everyone talks anyway. Even right. if you left, people would talk." <laughs> right. Like they're gonna see me walking out of your house at ten o'clock at night. Right. 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 But yeah, so let's do away with mistletoe, though, because that's a little... That is the same thing they're talking about, baby. It's cold outside. It's like, you can just, you know, they're under the mistletoe. They're your property, man. That's not whoa, cool. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> but that's the implication, though. That's that. Right. It's like, I, I put some mistletoe in your drink. <laughs> that's what's in this drink. <laughs> what is mistletoe, anyway? It's a plant. It's a plant? I guess. I don't know. I've never seen it. I, like, I don't know. We... Do you know the little ball at my house outside? No. There's like at the top of my stairs. There's a little. You're taking care of my dogs. Okay, I'll find out. Podcast actively. <laughs> oh yeah, I am. I'm probably currently at your home. Because <laughs> I am not there now. I want to know. For me personally, Christmas in the past 365 days or December has sort of taken on a new meaning that I did not expect going into this Christmas season. Okay, so tell me about that. So I was born on December 1st, and Emily, my wife... Whoa, ho, hold December. on, hold on. Your birthday is December 1st? The most important day wow, of the year. Wow, you've never told me. I've told you probably once a week since we met when my birthday is. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Yokes listening, and I love him for this. This is not me making fun of Tyler at all, but there's nobody that loves their own birthday more than Tyler Carlin. Listen, I try to be, and I know I'm not, I know I have like selfish problems, but I try to be a very selfless person. But I think your birthday is the day where you get to be unapologetically selfish, where it's like it is about you. And if your selfish way is to do like a charity on Facebook and people actually donate to it, which, dear everybody this year, I'm sorry I didn't donate to your birthday charity on Facebook. But I think like like if you want to be like, you know what, today's about me. We're going to my favorite restaurant. We're getting my favorite appetizer. We're getting creme brulee. And we're getting my favorite entree. Then like you can do that. You get to just have a day be about you and you get to feel like a king. I'm sorry. This is truly how I feel. I feel this way about Ethan's birthday. My birthday is, is the day after St. Patrick's Day. And we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Exactly. <laughs> My birthday is the day after St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. So I am in the interesting precari- predicament. I can't make words today, man. It's a weird day. I'm in the we're interesting. We're recording in the morning. Yeah, we, this is the earliest thing we've ever recorded. No, we've done it at 8 a.m. Have we? I think so, because we had to do a two-hour at 8 a.m. I don't know. Anyway. My birthday is the day after St. Patrick's Day, so usually on my birthday, everyone in the whole world is useless, including me. Yeah, including I. I remember the St. Patrick's Day this year, we were at the bar, I think you were there for this, and we were all sort of standing around talking, and there was this girl that, the bar has five bars in it, and you go from like room to room, it's not a very open concept. (laughs) Oh, and the girl just barfs on the wall? And the girl just barfs on the wall and keeps walking. (laughs) She just... It was horrifying. Every year since I have been of legal consumption of alcohol age, and possibly the year before, I have vomited on my birthday. (laughs) Every year. (laughs) Granted, one of those years is because I had a super mega death flu. I'll tell you the truth about St. Patrick's Day. While we're talking about it, I have no idea why we celebrate it, and I don't even look forward to it as a drinking holiday the same way I would Memorial Day or Fourth of July or Flag Day or Labor Day or Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know why? You know why you don't look forward to it? You know why? why? Because it's the coldest day in March every year. It is always cold. It's also Ethan's birthday. So, you know, I'm thinking about St. Ethan Day. St., you know, how do we make Ethan special day? And I assume what he wants on his birthday is some Waffle House. The older I get. Black coffee. The older I get, the less appealing St. Patrick's Day is. It was never appealing to me in college. Like, we didn't, like, when we threw college parties, we did not throw up a St. Patrick's Day party. No. We did for all the other drinking holidays. Yeah. But anyway, so Tyler Carlin's birthday is December 1st. You were talking about that. Yeah. And then Emily's birthday is the 23rd. And last year, we had this enormous Christmas-themed wedding on December 16th. And then Jesus' birthday, of course, December 25th. And then Emily and I, originally, like, prior to everything else, our anniversary of, like, when we started dating was January 6th. And we got engaged on December 18th. So it's all packed in sort of in the same month and a half period between my birthday, Emily's birthday, and all of our our dates and everything. And uh, anyway, and 
this year specifically was the first time where we didn't have to do a new thing at Christmas time. Because it was like last year was the wedding, the year before was the engagement, the year before that uh, we got Stella, the year before that we started dating. So it was like the first, this is the first time going through the whole process where it's just like, we're just going to do the Christmas tradition. We're just going to fall back into place what it all is. So growing up, we would always go from my house to my mom's parents to my dad's parents and then back home. And that was, you know, from Virginia to New York and and back again. And now, because I'm married, and Emily has a family too, who would have thought, um, we're going from my house to my dad's parents to my mom's parents to Washington, D.C. to home. And I'm excited about all the new things. I know that this, it's just like our, our Christmas tradition and everybody does something for Christmas or for their holiday or whatever. Um, but it's, it's very different from the norm. You know, I did the same thing with Ben and Jonathan for, you know, 16 years or whatever, longer than that, like 22 years. Um, and now we, there's something else added to the trip and it's sort of feeling like we've gotten back into the groove, um, which is exciting and interesting. Right. And well, that's the thing is, is your family is at that point where like, you know, Jonathan and Beth are married. They have Luke. You have Emily and the dogs, and like your guys are are, are creating your own sub families, right? Right, and it's a very interesting, um, you know, sort of dynamic where because my grandparents live so far away, a lot of times Christmas is the only time that we get to see them, right? Which is which is great. I will say this: we we had this discussion around Thanksgiving, um, in in our Discord server about family events and a lot of people get a lot of stress about going to family events about like the actual interaction with their family and that is something that i am very blessed to say that i just don't have a problem with like there is nobody in my family that i'm not looking forward to seeing when we go everywhere that we're gonna go um you know everybody is gets long everybody's healthy everybody's in a good place in life and uh you know, it's it's a blessing that we we don't count often enough. But especially this year, I appreciate it more than ever before. Um, just with you know some things that have happened, uh, it it's easy not to appreciate family, but uh, and just take them for granted. And I, I see that in a lot of cases. But I think uh, you know I do my best to show my family that I care, and and I do. Yeah, there are so, definitely yeah, people that get stressed out around. The holidays just because of their family and, and 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 there's that that running gag that like oh, everybody's got that one family member man both you and chris had canceled honeymoon flights yeah it was awful it was like <laughs> it was the worst day of the year december 17th Blech. <laughs> um I, I mean i would not recommend here's if you want some some marriage advice there are better trips for your honeymoon than mexico for sure I would say if you can go domestic. Yeah, because the, the honeymoon is supposed to be a stress-free trip. And going to a country where you don't speak the language and dealing with all the flights and everything. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I would honestly say just like avoid a flight. I would say a flight is fine. I would avoid a layover. Yeah. Well, that's hard out of Roanoke. I would fly out of Charlotte unless like, you really just... want to have. Your honeymoon in Philadelphia or Washington, D.C. You go to Orlando. 
Or Orlando. I don't want to go to Orlando. <laughs> well, here's yeah, here's the problem. Like a lot of people who are big Disney people will do um the like Disney honeymoon which oh my god i cannot imagine do you know that there are screaming children in disney world uh, you know actually though the just from the horror stories that people that i know of that have gone on big fancy honeymoons have had the disney honeymoon starts to sound more appealing because i know it will work disney will work because like even when you and i went to disney that that was an amazing experience going there it was like there was something because we were using a cast member's passes or whatever yeah they weren't like at the front desk the way they were supposed to be but then we found the concierge girl and she was like oh yeah i've got it right here pull it right up and then it was it was very interesting yeah but that's what i'm saying it's like i get the disney honeymoon thing more than i ever have just because like it's guaranteed like you can always get to orlando from anywhere no matter what right it's the weather's gonna be fine you know I'm not saying I want to do a Disney honeymoon. I'm just saying, like, I get people who do it a lot but more. There, but there are all-inclusive resorts in Orlando that I think that would be fine. Yeah, for sure. If that's all you're looking for, or or any, we anywhere in Florida, it, like, if you're just looking for a beach and a resort. Right. And, and unlimited alcohol. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you can add to your vomiting from the flu. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. <laughs> I don't think I got drunk my entire honeymoon, which is fine. Like, I, you know, happiness doesn't mean being drunk. Um, I just know that there was, like, unlimited alcohol, and that was part of the appeal of where we went. And uh, I don't re- recall feeling like I couldn't drive a car at, at any point. I wouldn't have driven a car, but I don't recall feeling like, oh, yeah, no, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, anyway, we've talked about alcohol a lot. Please drink responsibly this holiday season. Don't drink and yeah. drive. Well, I mean, like, like egg, I mean, alcohol is a part of Christmas, though, because you have eggnog, all that stuff. Like, everybody's going to get... wine. Right. Everybody's going to get around the fire, and, I mean, maybe not. I don't know how your family works. But, like, you know, your normal Norman Rockwell American family is, like, drinking a cup of Jack Daniels eggnog around the fire. We drink boxed wine and Genesee cream ale. Yeah, because you're from upstate New York, and it is oh, yeah. a lawless wasteland. <laughs> we drink Genesee Red, too. Genesee Cream Ale might be the worst beer made in America. It I, might I like be. It. I like it. You can get a 30 rack for like See, you bucks. you talk about not being a victim to nostalgia all the time. Like It's a, like a point of pride of you for some reason. Um I just remember here's here's the thing. I but you feel you, nostalgic about Genesee Cream Ale. I promise you. I do. Yeah, a hundred percent. But that's because I wasn't drinking Genesee Cream Ale in the nineties. I was drinking Genesee Cream Ale in like twenty fourteen. It's still nostalgia. I guess. I just uh, that whole like nothing makes me cringe more than the like only nineties kids will get this thing. It's like what? Most of these are two thousands references. Yes. But kids born in the 90s. No, no. 90s kids means kids in the 90s. We were 90s kids. So this happens every year um, where, like, around Christmas time, people will dig up videos of, like, old toy commercials. Mm-hmm. And that's been happening a lot this year where it's like the, man, did anybody actually ever have this toy? Were you that privileged? 
thing, and I just keep seeing these commercials for toys that I forgot about. Did you have a Furby? No. God, no. You didn't get a Furby? No, a friend of mine had a Furby, and he was like, it is the stuff of nightmares. It was the stuff of nightmares. My dad, uh, he used to, we used to collect Hot Wheels, so we'd always get a ton of Hot Wheels, and we have, like, very, very valuable ones. But um, he would know the girl that stocked the shelves at Walmart so that we could get first pick at Hot Wheels because he got off work at midnight. Yeah. So, like, he had this amazing connection at Walmart with this, like, random human being who, like, thinking back, I thought that this person was, like, God of Walmart. <laughs> but but really, they, like, they have a third shift I stock shelves job. <laughs> which, if that's your job, you are doing the work of of a saint uh but you are not god of walmart you do not run walmart you are not sam walton no they're not sam walton um and he would go and he would go when they were stocking the shelves and that was the only way we got a furby because like him and everyone else who had this connection would go when the furbies got stocked and it was still like like this was when the store was still crazy there was no amazon to just order your furby right you had to go to the store and make connection with the girl that stocks the shelves to get. So the Furby you knew when the time. Furby was, yeah. And this was in like Franklin County, Virginia, moonshine capital of the world. Oh, this was the Rocky Mount Walmart. The Rocky oh, Mount man. Walmart. Like that's how. Like I still don't retail. think that Walmart is a super center. Oh man, that Walmart changed the city when it arrived. <laughs> Even like three-year-old me was like, things are different here now. That's great. So you had Furbies. Yeah, I had a Furby. Oh, who Furby, made Tamagotchi, that? N sixty four. Have you seen? Have you seen the video of the Tickle Me Elmo being lit on fire? Yes. And it just keeps doing the thing as its like fur just melts. Uh, did you have Tickle Me Elmo? No. I think that was after our time. Yeah, definitely. You had to be born. I would say like ninety seven. Nah, man, I had, like, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger. Oh, I have Buzz and Woody. Yeah, I didn't have Furby, man. I didn't want a Furby. I was like, this is a weird owl cat thing. You're a weird owl cat thing. <laughs> They're terrifying. Did you buy any presents this year? Is there any toys that, like, do you have any nieces or nephews or children you have to buy for? Um, Luke? Did you have to buy for Luke? I do not have any nieces and nephews. You, okay. I'm an only child. Right, that makes sense. I knew that. But do you have any little cousins or anything? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I have three. My, uh, I, I have like one first cousin. Her name's Sarah, um, and she has three kids. And I'm, I'm getting stuff for them. What's the toy you had to buy? I don't know. <laughs> I had. I didn't get to, it. Whatever it is. I got, uh, me and my brother-in-law, and my wife and his fiance. We got the LOL doll version of the Barbie dream house. It is the biggest monstrosity of a toy I've ever seen. This is for Emma or Sam? For my nieces. Yeah, for both of them? For both of them. Yeah. Yeah, they I was going to say, don't blow the surprise. Human. And then I was like, wait a minute. Oh, this is Christmas. <laughs> this has already happened. They're also five. Right. They don't listen to Bacon and Eggs. The LOL dolls. And they look like... Do you remember Bratz? Yeah. They look like little baby Bratz. I know what they are. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm aware. A listener, if you don't remember Bratz, they had big heads and big eyes. 
and little bodies. And these are just baby versions of that. They're horrifying. Ever since I was six, I've gotten a Lego set every Christmas. Which one do you hope you get this year? Uh, the Hogwarts castle? The Hogwarts castle. <laughs> the whole thing? That was kind of like the one thing. Mo- Mom was like, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I want one thing in the world. <laughs> the Lego Hogwarts castle? Like, I look this up on the internet daily and just stare at it. But yes, I want the Lego Hogwarts castle. Uh, it's the second biggest Lego set ever made. You deserve it. You've had a you've had a rough year. I have had a rough year. Uh, my 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 Christmas has also changed uh, in the last 365 days. Okay. Um. And I I don't even really know like like I'm sitting here December. It's finally December 20th. I've been saying it's December 20th for four days now. It's really December. 20th. It's really December. It's really 20th. happening. Yeah. Now. So anyway, five days from now on Christmas, I, I have no idea what Christmas Day is even going to look like right now. Because uh, my mom's side of the family can't really sort of agree on what we want to do for Christmas. Um, so I don't know exactly what our plans are, which is not, not a super-duper uncommon thing. It usually comes okay. together like a day or two before where we all get our marching orders on, like, you're making pudding. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then we figure it out, but, uh, I know, I know that some of you know this and some of you probably don't, uh, depends on, on how much of a correspondence you keep with me and my, my personal accounts. But back on October 16th of this year, um, my, my, my dad was killed at our house and so this is gonna be the first year without him at Christmas. And that's going to be a really weird thing. I, I, I still don't really know how I'm going to feel about it in the next five days. Um, I'm not really a stranger to this kind of thing. Like there's been one less person around the table at my family pretty much every year for the last five, six years. Uh, last year I was with my granddad. The year before that was my cousin, Bobby. The year before that was my uncle, Ned. Um, But this year it's dead. I can't even talk about it. That's all right. Two thousand eighteen went real quick from being the best year I've had in a long time, possibly ever, to taking a turn for the worse real quick. And it has not been easy. But it's Christmas, man. It's still Christmas. You know, I'm still I I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to still have mom. You know, through this whole thing, I've just felt like 
and 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 I know not everybody on here that we, that we don't talk about religion and whatever on this podcast, but I, I felt like there was somebody out there that had my back, and that's what Christmas is about, and and that's what I got to remember. But it's definitely going to be a really strange year, for sure. Um. You know, my dad always loved Christmas. It was one of his favorite days of the year. Uh, he never, he wrapped one present ever. Um, and it was a, a, like a Red Rider BB gun from the, uh, what is it? Christmas Story? Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Hit it behind the TV, did the whole thing. And, and like, he talked about that every, that was like when I was 10 or 11 years old. And he talked about that every Christmas for the next 15 years. He was so proud of that moment, and I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point. Well, you can ramble. I, it's it's just going to be tough. It's going to be weird. It's going to be a strange year. Um, but it's reality. It's just something that i got to deal with moving forward, and that just because things aren't going to be the same doesn't mean they can't still be good, and that's the mentality I've had to take with a lot of things recently is that it's not going to be the same again, but it's going to be okay. And that's it, man. I mean, it's, it's Christmas. I know. How can you be sad at Christmas? Well, you can feel whatever you need to feel. I want you to know that that's okay. No, no, I know. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I can't feel sad, but, like, it's, it's a lot harder to feel. I mean, I'm obviously going to feel emotional, but it's a lot harder to feel sad when you're surrounded by family and when you're surrounded by joy and so i guess that's my new year's resolution is going out of christmas is to just try to try to spread put words try to spread a little bit more positivity every day try to make somebody smile every day i've noticed recently you've been a a force for sort of spreading positivity and uh, I know that this is something that used to bother me a lot was, and it still does, is the sort of general trendy apathy on social media and, and all of that. I mean, what do you, do you have a message for sort of that outlook uh, and sort of the toxic behavior that comes from that and the, the value of positivity uh, at least as we look forward into 2019 and the value of you know, doing something nice for somebody and, and, and maybe speak to some of the, the kind people you've met this year. Well, I mean, for starters, and, and I, you know, they always say the tragedy brings people together. Um, and it is sad that that is a kind of reason, but like we, we reconnected with a lot of people. It just, even in our own family that like, cause my dad and his, his brother, his older brother didn't talk like for the last 10 years or whatever. When, when their parents died, they had some issues. They never really worked out. Um, and so we, you know, we kind of came back together with Barry around the funeral and everything, his brother. And so we've renewed that connection and, and kind of put some pieces back together. But as far as the whole apathy thing goes, man, that, that never bothered me before. It never got to me. It was just like people on social media making jokes about like, oh my God, I wish I was dead. I wish somebody would hit me with a bus. It, you know, it, it just felt like jokes. I was like, whatever, like 
kids are going to say what kids are going to say. It's the same thing as the Tide Pods thing. Like, it'll pass. It's just a phase. Like, but then all of a sudden, it, it kind of stopped being funny. You know what I mean? Well, it's definitely not funny. You know, I, I, I remember having this conversation with you, and I would send you, like, a screenshot of a text message, and I would be like, should we be concerned about this person? And this was this was before everything had happened. Because this has always bothered me, seeing the, like, I'd be happier if I was dead. Like, like this year, there was that Muffin song that came out where the Muffin is like, I just want to die, die, die. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> uh, I missed that one. <laughs> I, it's What? <laughs> I know, gosh, I'll play it for you. Real that quick. was a sentence that didn't even make sense in English. Like, <laughs> I'll I'll play it for you, and you'll be able to. <laughs> what? It's. There's a train going by right now. This one. Does name? Is the name Tom Ska mean anything to you? No. He's a he's a creator, but there was this whole video that he made, and it went big on TikTok. And well, there you go. I, other, I watched TikTok. Well, well, no, but it was big on YouTube first. I mean, it had millions and millions of views. It was just a little animation, and it starts with that, and then it goes into like a bunch of other things, and there's like gamer references and whatnot, but. Um, you know, stuff like that just like to me is not funny. Like that stuff should be taken seriously. And yeah, that's, that's sort of for sure, for sure. Um, and I, you know, I thought we were getting close to that. Like when the number one song in the world for like forty-seven weeks was that Logic song. Which the one about yeah, uh, the... Paul Walker? What? What song are you talking? No, about? the one eight hundred. The whatever. The kiss me through the phone. <laughs> No, not kiss me through the phone. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah the, the 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 suicide prevention. Yeah, hotline. yeah, that one. Um, and then people, then it just became a meme, and people were just like, "LOL, suicide's funny. Being dead is funny." You know, and, and I can tell you, like, just from this experience, is like, there's nothing fun about a tragedy like this happening in your family. No, I, I can't imagine there would be. There's nothing funny about that. Um, and the thing is, and, and yeah, I can give a message to, to people like that, but even, even more so the message to, to, to people that are, are maybe not okay is it's, it's, it's okay to just close social media. It's okay to close Twitter. It's okay to close Facebook, to put your phone down, to move away from it. It's like if something bothers you on the internet to the point where you feel uncomfortable because somebody's making jokes about a heavy topic, dude, just cut the whole thing. Get out. Call somebody. Like, these people are making jokes, but it doesn't have to. It, it, you can take it seriously. Right. That's the thing. Is like, and you. It, and, and, go ahead. No, no. It's okay to feel to feel hurt about that. It's okay to feel something about that. It's okay to have like a a legitimate visceral reaction or visceral emotion about 
something like that. And it's okay to report it. And it's okay to, to unfollow. To unfollow. Yeah. You just delete that toxicity from your life. That's the thing. It's like, it, it, there's no reason to follow somebody that makes you unhappy. There's no reason to follow somebody that makes you miserable. It doesn't, I don't care if they're your friend. I don't care if they're your, your Facebook friend from way back. And like, Oh my God, I don't, I don't want to see that. Like Nick from high school unfollowed me. You know, I don't, I don't want to see that we're not friends. But like, who, dude, who cares? It's not important. Do you ever see that person? No? Great. Cut them. Even if you do see that person, I think there's a, you know, there's a value to evaluating the, the people that you spend time with. And, and, you know, is this somebody who brings positivity into my life? And I think, at least in our community in Roanoke, we're surrounded by uh, a very supportive group of people. Oh, who, yeah. Uh, you know, the people that we throw parties with and everything now um, are just, just an amazing bunch. We did Emily's birthday extremely, party a week ago. Yeah, extremely great, extremely supportive group of people. Um, and, and I guess on the other end of that, like, if you do see somebody that is posting things on social media that may indicate that they're not okay if you're somebody that can handle that you feel like you can handle a a, a tough interaction with somebody, it's okay to check on that person. That's a big one. I feel like uh, confrontation is like, I will comfortably scream into the void, but I will not comfortably talk to someone one-on-one. Right. At least that's a popular mentality. I think that that's something I don't particularly struggle with, Right, but and, um, and it, that's part of the the trend the the apathy trend is also that like you know it's okay to be an introvert it's it's not okay to sit idly by and watch as somebody hurts themselves right and i mean on some level you you do have to fight your own battles you do have to win your own war in your own head and like you're not responsible for the actions of other people but if you no. see somebody that that and and maybe they are just making jokes maybe they are just making jokes about being dead being funny but maybe there's another reason and and it's okay to to not necessarily call those people out because we're not going to win this war with you know hating their hatred. Right, right. You got to meet it with positivity. You got to meet it with positivity, and that's that's I guess the main thing I've learned from all this is that just like there's no wrong way to be a positive influence. Right, and I'll even say this: you know, a lot of times if somebody tweets or says or does something like that. Um, and then if you're friends with them, you shoot them a text message. If you're not friends with them, if just somebody, you know, on, on the internet, send them a direct message and you say, is everything okay? A lot of times what that's going to do is if nothing else, it's going to teach that person like this joke wasn't funny. It had me concerned. Right. Yeah. The, and that's the thing is you just got to leave with that. Like, Hey, I saw this. I just want to make sure you're doing all right. You know, I was a little bit worried after I saw that thing. And that, at the very least, make them reconsider the way their actions are being portrayed. Right. Um, but I think that's just the one thing I could spread next year is just everybody try to do something every day to be nice to somebody. Do you, And I know that's like a common adage. It's an old thing. But, like, it, it is amazing how much it can help. And And that is why we've been talking about doing this for a while. I think I'm just going to announce that we're going to do it. Uh, starting January 1st, the Bacon and Eggs New Year's resolution is we will pick uh, a name of a, a patron out of a jar every day 
uh, every weekday, Monday through Friday, and and do something nice for that person, whether it's a, a handwritten letter, a shout out on social media, or just a DM on social media, something to show that person that we care. Um, because they're, I mean, this is, this is our, our passion product. This is our rock, man. This is, we love doing this more than anything else in the world. Um, and the people who support us on Patreon are, are really the ones that make us able to continue doing this and, you know, able to merit doing this. So anyway, we can say thanks to those people. Oh man, I could not um, have gotten through the last couple of months without the community surrounding this show. No, that's an amazing like, group of people. I, I was so blessed to not have to worry about who I'm going to fall back on. Is that like I had hundreds of people from different circles, from my own friends, my own family, the the people from the show, the people I interact with from the band, um, just being like, "Hey, what can I do? How can I help? Call me if you need anything." You know, I had I had. 200 different phone numbers that I could reach out to, you know, essentially forming a phone tree of like people that I, I can call if my life is falling apart. And I, I'm just so blessed to have that community. I'm so blessed to have that um, support network that this has just made this whole thing, you know, it's never going to be easy, but it's made the whole thing a lot more bearable. The whole situation. And like I had people from the show reaching out to me. I had people I've met at Drop the Girl shows reaching out to me. I had people I barely knew that were just like, Hey, you've had this impact on my life. I want to make sure you're going to be okay. And so I just want to thank every single person that listens to the show, every single person that is a member of our discord or our Facebook group or the interactions on social media. You have been so helpful to my life for the past two months. You individual human. Yes. You right now listening. If you're saying no, oh, they're not talking about me. I'm talking about you. Talking about you, person. I love the Yokes. I do love the Yokes. This is the most amazing community I think I've ever been a part of. You know, in college, we had a, a really great fraternity that did a, some really cool things. You know, our chapter meetings were literally just sit down. Hey, how was your week? Tell me something good that's happened. Tell me something bad that happened. Oh, man. And happy sandwiches. Circle and have happy sandwiches and we would sit in a circle and have that conversation and every week there was something heavy to talk about and i cannot imagine having gone through college without that oh yeah um, i have no idea like and i don't think we even think we realized what we were doing for each other in that moment no i think we were just like we don't have structure for our chapter meetings so this is what we're going to do instead <laughs> hey man super valuable yeah exactly <laughs> Um. Wow, that's, that got that got real deep there for a little bit. Um, but it's Christmas. I mean, that's the meaning of Christmas. Go watch that Charlie Brown Christmas special. That's what they're gonna tell you. Is it like that is the meaning of Christmas? It, it doesn't. It, you don't have to be Christian. You don't have to be religious to partake in joy to the world and and goodwill to men. And men means humankind, men and women, and all of those in between. And dogs and cats. Be kind to everybody. Cows, too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to make controversial, like, big beef opinions here. <laughs> but, like, I would say don't go around beating cows. Right. Um, 
yeah so i mean that's that's pretty much all that i I wanted to talk about on this on this christmas special i think that's a good place to stop yeah i mean i just want to leave everybody with i don't even know some sort of good feeling like it's it's christmas day okay it's it's january not january wrong month i'm getting ahead of myself it is december 25th 2018 2018 has been a very strange year it's been a very hard year for a lot of people and i just want you to know that it's okay for it to have been a hard year it's okay for you to not you know be doing great every day just like if you need to talk to somebody talk to somebody if that's a professional great if it's your friends great if it's your family great just don't discount the people in your life don't take anybody for granted especially because you never know if it's going to be your last Christmas with them. Yeah. Well, that got a little sad. Yeah, I turned that around back on its head. Give, give me a positive thought. Leave me, leave me out with something happy. Don't sing Happy by Pharrell. Uh, that song doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me happy either, but I'll tell you one thing is, is Christmas does make me happy. I mean, you know, there, there are obviously hard times and there are stresses that come with everything, but when I work in retail and when we listen to those Christmas songs every day, I work with people who are just endlessly frustrated by them and I love them. I think that they bring joy. I think, you know, I think about Vince Giraldi being, he wrote the Charlie, the Linus and Lucy song isn't even a Christmas song. But because it's so iconic with the Charlie Brown Christmas that we get to celebrate an amazing composer for two months out of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, and we get like an amazing jazz composer. And I think about the giving and receiving of gifts and how, how kind that is and, and finding a way to go out of your way with, with money to make that happen. And I just think it's a wonderful time of year. And I, uh, I'm so glad we got to spend this this 2018 with the Yokes. This is the first year we've gone January to December with everybody. And I'm really looking forward to 2019. And we appreciate all the support that you give us. Um, you know, as always, we're able to be found on Patreon at, bake, at patreon.com slash bacon on eggs on the private Facebook group, uh, which is open to everybody. It's free for everyone forever. Um you know, 2019 is going to be a, a big year and it's going to be a, a great year and we're going to spread positivity and and that's what we're looking for. So thank you everyone for an amazing 2018. It has been a great year for the show. It's been a great year for us. I'm very excited to see what next year has in store. Um, we're kicking it off you know, early. We're going to PodCon mm-hmm. right in the middle of January. It's less than a month from now. It's literally a month from now. Like, from when we're recording right will be the second day but i know i'm very excited i know you're very excited and i'm very excited to keep doing the show with you in 2018 thank you for being a great co-host and being a great friend thank you you too (laughs) look at your phone man sorry emily called me and i had to hit sorry i can't talk right now (laughs) Fair enough. Ah, but well, oh, sorry. No, that's all. Oh, okay. Well, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Felice Kwanzaa, I Merry Hanukkah. I don't know what you say for the holidays because I'm, I don't know. I should probably know these things, but Happy Happy Holidays. If it if you have a Christmas tree, don't let it catch your house on fire. <laughs>
Um, please remove it from your home within the next few days. Unless it's mm-hmm. fake, in which case, if you're like me and Tyler, just leave it up for a couple months. Or remove it from your home and next year buy a real tree. Okay. Unless you're allergic. Wow. Wow. Tree shaming, are we now? Well, I'm a big real tree kind of guy. Not real tree the brand. I think that looks trashy on the back of your truck. But real tree the 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 describing a you remember, conifer in your You home. remember Emily's Christmas tree from college? Yes. It has been I hate it has it. been passed down and is now somebody's family Christmas tree. Who? Cynthia Rogers. Really? <laughs> really? Wild. <laughs> Cuz I gave anyway. it to Kate for her house in Port and then she was just like, "Hey, do either of you want this?" And Cynthia was like, "Yes." Obviously. And so that is somebody's family Christmas tree now. Perfect. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. God bless us, everyone. You gotta say Arrivederci. Arrivederci. And to all a good night.